0: I'm a part time rock star. What's up? Welcome to the part time rock star podcast, episode 109. Today, with my guest, Philip Sailor Wiser, otherwise known as Strip Mall Ballads. Uh, he's been playing in the North American folk scene here for about the last 20 years or so. Uh, I kind of wanted to get him on the show because uh, his friend Andrew Janasek of Rock Creek Revival spoke so highly of him, and they all uh, they play together sometimes as well. Um, Pull Over Johnny is the song that I featured by Strip Mall Ballads. Um, and you'll hear that momentarily. Uh, you can also definitely find it wherever you listen to music iTunes, Spotify, or whatever. Um, the other thing to mention is you can see Strip Mall Ballads February 12th at Songbird in DC. Big uh, release party type show that's coming up. Well, yeah, uh, Phillips and I just kind of had a fun conversation about the history of bluegrass, history of banjo, and uh, the town he lives in as well, which is Brunswick, Maryland, um, pretty close to Harpers Ferry. It's a good little camp town. But, uh, yeah, hopefully you yourself are doing all right up there, uh, feeling good. Uh, definitely appreciate you supporting local music and uh, listening to this podcast. Certainly feel free to subscribe if you so choose. Uh, I guess in personal news and notes, I'll also, incidentally, be playing a show February 12th up in Frederick at Idiom Brewing. If you're in the neighborhood, feel free to stop by. Uh, yeah, last but not least, uh, this podcast is partially brought to you by Truly Strings Guitar Shop in Laurel, Maryland. It's where I like to take all my guitars, and Stephen is the dude who runs it. You can follow him at Truly Strings on uh, Instagram if you're interested, and that's about it, so uh, yeah, without too much further ado, we'll get to the conversation with Strip them all about
1: Guy on the, you're the guy on the bench. The bench? Oh, yeah. In the,
0: the video. video.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, me. yeah. Sitting with that, uh, what's that, Sheraton?
0: Uh, the guitar? Yeah. Yeah. Something like Is that.
1: Epiphone Sheraton? Yeah. Dude, that's a nice guitar. I had one of those back in the day. Um. Uh, But those are nice, dude.
0: Yeah, I had to buy like five of them until I finally found one that like uh, worked for me.
1: Oh, is that right? Yeah, that's crazy, dude. I just—it's downstairs. I just got a—I uh, just got an Epiphone three thirty nine uh, over the summer, um, and I'm amazed at how great that guitar is. Yeah. Like, and like, and then I, I've i played a couple other Epiphones since then, and it's like, oh my lord, they should sponsor me, really, because no. I'm like, I'm I really dig their
0: stuff uh-huh yeah cool great. man
1: would you guys get some snow up there
0: uh not much man uh you're just over in what like the brunswick area something like that fucking brunswick yeah man hell yeah yeah yeah, uh, i love that little uh little town man it's it's cool right off 70 you know especially in the summer
1: yeah yeah brunswick's
0: uh this area is this area can be really beautiful this area yeah. can be really beautiful there's very some, there's some very zen you know chill out <laughs> chill out in the river you know <laughs> yeah yeah you can so, go
1: sit in the river for certain
0: yeah um so yeah we got uh strip mall ballads i guess is uh is what you're going by um, you don't even need a guess, dude that's
1: the name strip mall right. ballads <laughs> yeah <Cool. laughs>
0: um yeah so obviously I talked to uh andrew or a j or i don't know- I ex- can't remember exactly what he goes by yeah but, I know uh, both those guys <laughs> um, but yeah, talked to him for a little bit and he said uh you'd be a great uh, great guest for the show, so i don't know welcome on
1: he's kind he thanks man thanks for having me uh i really i really appreciate it i uh uh i think it's really cool what you've been doing with uh with the podcast and you know with no one you know no one's you know it's just a pure labor of love you know what i mean like you know and
0: uh it gives me something to do you know
1: yeah well good man i uh you know i i myself and your audience probably you know we all really appreciate it man. no probably we all appreciate it for certain and i definitely get turned on to like bands and especially like stuff from like the last one with the richmond scene like Oh, bands yeah. and types of music and stuff like that or you know that i i don't think i would come across in my day-to-day you know what i mean uh yeah. that it's like oh we're all just like <laughs> similar yeah. types of people. <laughs>
0: yeah it, it's kind of funny because i guess it probably could get stale maybe after a while when you think about it just always kind of talking about the same old things and realizing how similar everybody kind of is but it's like we kind of end up just talking about almost anything except the music a lot of the time so that it just like kind of takes off from there you know
1: yeah and i don't know man you're the you're the creator so it's like i don't know how easy it is to be uh objective you know what i mean yeah you
0: can't you can't be totally objective you're always gonna uh have your own perspective but you know right
1: right well, I applaud you, dude. I've had I've had many I've had many dreams. I've like had many ideas. I'm like, oh, that would be a cool podcast, and that's as far as I get. So, it's yeah. Like, I I, I uh, yeah. I got a lot of respect for what you're doing, man. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Thanks. I mean, um, I just I hope other people are doing it too. You know, uh, I'm I'm only doing it myself because uh, one of the guys around here has a good podcast. So, I'm just uh, helping us little fish out. I think you know, it's kind of my, my angle.
1: Cool, man. So,
0: cool. Um, but yeah, I was listening to, uh, some of your stuff today. So, you know, it's got a vibe for sure. Um, one of my favorite bands, uh, out West in Colorado is called the future birds. Okay. I don't know if, I don't know if you've heard of them at all, but, um, you know, kind of a similar vibe, kind of Western, kind of folky, kind of, I know you, you uh, hinge pretty hard on the banjo, obviously, but uh, just the general sound, I think, is similar, so it's cool.
1: Future birds? What they called? Yeah,
0: de- definitely check them out. They're called future birds. They're probably a little future bit more I'm writing, like, I'm writing
1: things down. If it looks like I'm not listening to you. It's just because I'm writing things down.
0: Ah, no worries. Future uh, birds. Yeah, they're worth checking right. out. Um, a little bit like Western rock, maybe, maybe a a little less folky, but, um, but yeah, you got, uh, a couple albums. I think the, the main thing that I guess I was going to bring up or ask you about was that, uh, basically it looked like you went almost like, what, 12 years between albums. If that is, uh correct
1: (laughs) uh uh maybe i there was a gap for certain there was a there was a big gap um and just releasing releasing music in that way and creating music in that way there was a gap i don't know if it was 12 years are you good at math
0: well i'm I'm looking at uh, my
1: website right now because i don't know
0: (laughs) i'm looking at spotify (laughs) And you had uh, Since Jimmy oh, Died oh, in '08, oh. and then uh, Distant in 2020. So... Uh, uh,
1: so, no, there were a number of things released in a number of indie ways um, in the intervening years uh, that, you know, Spotify's business. You know, and if you... <laughs> yeah. But... I guess it looks like the first uh, the first release uh, was in uh, 2008. And then uh, we followed that up in 2010 with an EP. And then in 2013, I released a cassette uh, with a, a, a label in Seattle that was run by... Uh, uh, my 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 good friend uh, Danny Barnes, who's a wonderful banjo player, Grammy-nominated banjo player, and he runs this really cool oh, yeah. tape label called Minner Bucket, uh, and they released that in in 2013. And now I released two records in 2013. See, I know what they all are. I know all these songs. but it's been so yeah. long. 2013, and then 2018, I released another EP, and so it's been. Uh, and then 2020, of course, was the last one with distant, and um, <laughs> and, uh, and then I released a single uh in 2021, I think, during the during the shit, or I guess it was 2020. Yeah. I don't remember. It was during the shit. Excuse yeah. me. Can you swear on this on this podcast? People swear. Yeah, go for it. I uh, well, I'm not gonna. Make, I'm not like gonna an unleash anything. I just sometimes <laughs> they slip, sometimes they slip out. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, I can censor you later if if that's more fun. It's really what the up to bleep, you, man. Yeah. What
2: the bleep? <laughs>
1: no, that's all right. So yeah, um, and so the 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 reason why there's that big gap on online stuff is, or not online, but on Spotify and the streaming platforms, is that I I released, you know, I re, I released these records and sometimes. Uh, it's working with people who are uh, helping the project get over the hurdles. bless you! Over the hurdles that 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 you need to get over to just like have your shit available, right? Yeah. And a lot of my a lot of good bless you. Uh, a lot of my um, experiences and releases. Um, it's been. Either a one-man show, or a skeleton crew of supporters and friends, or like a or like a no-show, <laughs> you know, like no yeah. one shows up for this record, like myself, for not, no, I, yeah, not that drastic, but you know what I mean. Like sometimes when you're doing everything, when you are the at the engine to everything. uh, you re, you release music how you can when you have it when you need to do it right so that's why i always encourage people when i meet them at shows or have you know connect with any with uh uh with other musicians and stuff it's just like you can go everyone's gonna go stream everyone's oh, yeah. but my website stripmallballads has like the complete discography you know what i mean I gotcha. has, like That's where really, that's where my, for a long time, my main priority was releasing music there independently before I was like, oh, God, all
0: this this stuff's got to get reloaded into the, into the interwebs. I got you. Now you're just an OG, man. been doing it a while. So it's cool. (laughs) I just wasn't sure if, you know, something happened and like, you kind of just, you know, life got in the way, just took a break from uh, writing and recording and then came back. Or if you'd kind of just been doing it the whole time
1: yeah you know there uh i'd say there was a there was a chunk of time there was there's been stretches of my career where it's been the focus has been road road work and road life and building up fan bases and repertoire and skills as as a as a as a transient musician you know um i got you and then I've had periods where with, with there's a, with a heightened exposure, you know, and then I've had stretches of time where that just wasn't happening, where I was playing very regionally, <laughs> very locally, perhaps sporadically, perhaps, um, you know, had, I've had a, a long relationship with the performative Element of it, and sometimes the I, you know, touring a lot and having a lot of exposure is really exciting, and sometimes, like,
0: not is really exciting, too.
1: And then there's the healthy balance in between,
0: yeah. So, like, Um, I don't know, I was talking to Andrew Janicek. Obviously, and like uh, he mentioned, you know, he's in like 14 different uh, banjo-related bands or whatever, (laughs) including yours. So I wasn't sure if like you were doing kind of the same thing where like Strip Mall Ballads is like your personal outlet, and then you got uh, some other things cooking on the side or uh, how that all works, you know? Yeah,
1: dude, you hit it on the nose, man. Um, Strip Mall Ballads is... uh, with the exception of the show coming up on February 12th uh, at Songbird in DC, Strimal Ballads is me solo, right? Playing, playing original music, um, some homage music, some honorary songs and stuff, but original music, um, that I've written or that my close friends have written or that I've co written. Um, um, and it's me on guitar and banjo.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and yeah you're right it's personal in a lot of ways um and there are certain venues and certain settings and certain crowds and certain regions where like it's awesome uh you know there's just great places to play great people to perform for and like people get it and it's great and then there's play and then there's times when you're trying to like you know pay your bills and you get, and then there are some places that like you go, and you're the solo person in the corner in like some place not designed for like acoustic not designed for music at all, you know what I mean, and it just like sounds so bad, and you know you're getting paid perhaps like decently, but like and no one's listening is everyone's just talking, it's this loud thing, and you're like trying to sing songs about like feelings or something It's just terrible, right It's the most painful thing, but sitting around with a buddy and just picking banjo tunes the entire time right and just like hey me and my buddy is gonna play banjo it's so fun right and people love people love banjo and and rightfully so it's really it's really it's really an interesting it's a really interesting thing so um so yeah aj and i started uh solid hollow right which was like the least offensive name uh Uh, offensive to my own sensibilities uh name that we could agree upon um (laughs) but yeah so we kind of formed this group you know just have fun playing banjo able to work gigs where like a solo singer songwriter thing while they would probably book a solo singer songwriter i wouldn't as a solo singer songwriter want to perform in that setting but i would want to play banjo with my buddy there you know what i mean all good
0: gigs just uh, trying to
1: find diversifying the projects to take the shows
0: you know of course man it's uh it's a yeah. power power group of the banjos there you know <laughs> yeah. power so, power yeah. duo or a super a super group maybe i don't know something like that out there you know the we have
1: we haven't talked about it but you know what? we are well why not be a trio yeah
0: <laughs> you know, just join forces it uh, it makes everybody better right
1: uh, unions definitely help everybody, man. Unions yeah. are the way.
0: Um,
1: how many of our guys are in your group?
0: Oh, it's or a rotating cast.
1: Not, I'm not guys in the non-gender way. The non-gender yeah, I got ones. you.
0: It's a rotating cast of characters. I just like to say I'm sort of the ringleader of the circus. You know, whoever shows up. Um, I probably played <laughs> like at least, feels like at least 30 different people. Uh, but I it's think so- there's like... I'm you all know, about that, dude. That's crazy. There's there's definitely some regulars. Always got to give a little shout out to my buddy Felix and and Luke, but uh, you know, it just depends on the uh, on the occasion, I guess, and who's so it's available.
1: it's a trio at its but, core, kind of a thing.
0: At its core, it's a trio. On a good night, we're a quartet. You know, and then so, got...
1: so that's a lot of people to coordinate. That's why the duo yeah. is nice. The duo yeah. the duo's sometimes easier to.
0: To coordinate, I found. But. Oh, for sure. I mean, nothing even more easier to, to coordinate than uh, yourself, though. Just rocking the soul. Well, gigs.
1: <laughs> I don't know if I'd agree with you sometimes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, well, you know, it's a lot when there's a lot of plates that you got to keep spinning. You know, sometimes some of them fall. Fair enough. But that's all right.
0: So, yeah, let's talk about that Songbird show. Um, if that's correct, the one in uh, DC coming up because I mean we kind of talk about that, promoted a little bit. I don't know, um,
1: dude. I'd really appreciate your help in getting the getting the word out. It's been uh, uh, so the show is uh, at the Songbird uh, Music Hall, Music House. Songbird. It's in Washington yeah. D.C. Uh, at this new uni- not Union Market. Not new, but this neighbor Union market yeah. place in neighborhood i, DC. I haven't been whatever. there personally
0: but yeah
1: um i when i lived in dc it was like still you know like actual businesses and warehouses like doing things and like not but, but whatever dude i i don't want to i don't want to get into the way that things change
2: <laughs>
1: anyways songbird. Songbird at Union Market, and that's Saturday, February twelfth. Um, yeah, cool. The and the 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 John at the at Songbird has been uh, a really good ally, um, and the whole st- and the like, staff there, like in terms of in terms of a venue, man, it's been it, they've been really really. Um, Supportive of me and my music. So, uh, this is the first time that uh, we're doing a Saturday, and um, it's really the first time Strip Mall Ballads, the name Strip Mall Ballads, myself, will be playing, um, like you know, headlining a show since the before times, you know, yeah. in DC. And so, uh, we released, I released this uh, record Distant uh, in February 2020, so two years ago. And, um, uh, and then everything happened, man. And like, you know, yeah. I, I, I spent zero time crying for like the demise of like my plans of what I was going to do behind a record. Like, did, like whatever. Um, but, but now it, it, it seems like in the fall that this would be a, a sensible and a reasonable time to kind of do a show in like two years. Like, and so, we're bringing out the band. It's not like a, it's not like a, a, a release party. So it's kind of like a celebration party, you know, yeah. for the album. So I used this amazing group of players from Columbus, Ohio on the record who have been friends of mine for gosh, forever. And, um, and, uh, I recorded my last EP with them in 2018 and then I went back and did the record with them in 2020. Uh, and, uh, uh, yeah so they're all coming out you know and uh right, and right so on. you know hopefully hopefully it'll be uh hopefully it's gonna be awesome we have a surprise opener very very exciting surprise opener our original our original uh supporting act um um had to uh abandon abandon the project uh abandon the night unfortunately um and so we have a we have very uh exciting How's opening act
0: which uh has it been announced or, yet, or
1: it has not. It ha it has okay. it has not. Uh waiting, uh you know, it's sometimes like a waiting game, but it should be yeah. very exciting. Uh, um yeah, full band show, cool new venue, great people. Uh I think it's gonna be really beautiful music. I you know, like I usually play solo, so it's gonna be really yeah. fun for me to like uh, finally dig yeah. back into like an upright bass and a kick drum, you know what I mean? Nice. <laughs> and, Let my buddy play some lap steel guitar and like just just really you know on a good night like you know maybe man like but I always thought like on a good night it's always about getting out of your way getting out of the way and just just like just getting that song man and just like follow that song man so yeah just getting we're gonna have a good time we're gonna bring a lot of banjos so that'll be good
0: hell yeah. How many ban- people
1: love the banjo man?
0: they really do it's uh it's made a comeback uh definitely uh, you know in the last five to ten years, whatever it is and even possibly more so in d c like they got like you know bluegrass festivals going on, especially in the before times um yeah, so I feel like you know it's kind of interesting to watch it's almost like I've noticed that bluegrass has become almost bougie in a way. As far as, like, mm. the attendance, at least around cities, I don't know how much mm. it is different out, you know, out west a little more.
2: Mm. But it's
0: almost like, I feel like it draws in, like, high, I don't know, income uh, people. <laughs> it's just mm. kind, of, kind of interesting, you know, mm. as a trend. And maybe I'm inventing that, but mm. that's just mm. something I feel like I've noticed. And I'm still I'm sure it's still big uh, out in the boondocks as well as it's always been, but I'm mm. just curious what you've seen over the years, if it's changed mm. at all. Mm.
2: I,
1: uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I, In one sense, I, I feel really lucky because Washington D.C., Maryland, this Northern Virginia, Baltimore, like this area, um, has always had killer bluegrass killer killer players man like from like a long time ago banjo like it like across genres but especially in the you know bluegrass before there was americana you know what i mean or whatever which don't get me started because i hate that word but um which one um, americana or bluegrass uh, um, the a word Okay. (laughs) um uh but so, in terms of the the visible popularity of say bluegrass or old time or square dance square dance scene or the banjo as an instrument or whatever has always had a visibility here, Do you know. Yeah. And I, so so in a sense, I, I, I you know, uh, I haven't always lived in this region, but like. You know, from this region and living in this region, like I've, it's always kind of been. I've had that perception of of the instrument and in that music.
0: Um, well, I mean, like West Virginia is right down the street, generally speaking, from D.C. It seems like it's a little farther than it is. Sure, maybe, sure, to sure, certain sure. Washingtonians, but it's really you know just up the river, literally.
1: Not yeah, of course. Not only that, and you know, back in the back in the uh the booms of world war Two, when so many people were coming to the bases and the factories and the shipyards and it's just like a sponge that just dragged people eastward and to the mid-atlantic yeah. and so even in suburbia you've got you've got a generation or two generation removed from these same places um and yeah. so anyways um And I don't, uh, I mean, I think uh, to your comment about bougie culture, um, I I don't think I've thought of it in those terms before, but I think I understand what you mean. Yeah, I just Um, noticed the
0: clientele, like loosely, I don't, I'm not a big... Bluegrass or uh, folk guy Necessarily I'm kind of like more in the Mm. rock Or punk sort of areas But I've noticed Mm. in general Like some very hoity toity people Have like told me they're really into Bluegrass lately and I'm like Huh I didn't really see that one coming But um, I don't know
1: Well you know Sometimes perhaps even Hoity toity people have
0: Like good music (laughs) Exactly nothing wrong with it I was just uh, like that wouldn't uh, be my first guess of what you're listening to. Uh,
1: <laughs> anyway, you know how is... I've always viewed my—I viewed a lot of my my career has existed in three stages. I got you. And uh, three three ice ages. Right, <laughs> the first ice age of my career. Um. Well, not the first. So, so like, from, from, from 98 to whenever. From 98 till 2008. It was... Oh, brother, where art thou? Yeah. Right? There was something in pop culture that brought new people.
0: Right. From
1: outside... Whatever that scene was, whatever. Brought new people. And that was the song that everyone knew and everyone wanted to hear every night. Yeah. And then we and then we moved on to um Mom the Ice sons? Age of Wagon Wheel, right? Oh, man. And then and then every song <laughs> fucking Wagon Wheel. Yeah. And now we're in this um new this new ice age. And it seems to be, like, Tennessee whiskey. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, you know what I mean? It's like, like so... Uh,
0: that song has become uh, the new and wagon all,
1: wheel. And, and all three of these eras, I think, have something in common with, like, a greater thing happening in popular culture. Right. And so I think if there's an influx that you're sensing, Brett, Right, and you thinking it's like this, this, this weirdly bougie thing. I think my initial thought is that it's oh, there's something like there's just a boo, there's just something happening in in culture that's yeah. bringing people here. I don't know if it's CMT. I don't know what it is, um, but I do know that I say all this a bit sardonically, but I do f- firmly believe that uh the rising tide lifts all ships oh of course you know what i mean like i'm I, all about i'm all about everyone hard-earned and hard work and well-deserved success like
0: i just and, think it's the it's the mumford and sons effect probably
1: see same you know i think exactly exactly we're speaking we're, we're speaking with the same language
0: um
1: yeah and and you know what like awesome dude Awesome, great stuff, dude. They, you know, they've they've got they've got they're you know they're 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 wonderful. They've inspired so many people. Um, so, um, you know, surprisingly, I I I listen. I don't listen to much of the type of music that I'm involved with. Do you know what I mean?
0: Like when I what are you listening to then?
1: Um it's either a mix between classical radio, like classical music radio is kind of on 24 seven in at least one room of the house. Um, uh, But I really think like, I'm so inspired by music that I don't understand. Not Mm -hmm. that I don't understand, but like, um, like electronic music or like EDM or in that degree, hip hop, like I don't program beats i don't work in midi i don't have a synthesizer the digital the digital world is not my medium um in that way and so when i hear it i don't automatically think about it i just enjoy it it's like ah uh, because when i yeah. hear like a guitar band you immediately start thinking like what's that chord <laughs> you know yeah. like oh it's the one that's five now they're at the you know what I mean? It's just like, or like you can see yeah. with the bass players. like. And my, you know, when I hear my, the, the type of music that I love, I, it's just, I hear it and I listen and it's a different experience than just listening to music for like pure enjoyment and just awesomeness. But that being said, I think some, like some hip hop right now is just mind-blowingly good. Mind-blowingly good. I think there's some new, yeah. R, like some new R&B hip hop rap stuff that is like,
2: so good.
0: Well, before so good. I uh, before I ask who you're listening to on that front, yeah, uh, I feel like I would also ask like, have you tried any collaborations with people making beats with the banjo? You know what I mean? Try to cross pollinate it all. You
1: know, I'd love to, man. I'd really love to. In some limited capacities, um, I have in the past. Um. um I, I I am working with uh, another banjo player and producer in Washington DC. Excuse me, Brad Park. And we have you. this uh this relative the, the loose idea for the project is called 10,000 uh, Death Poems. And that's very there's like it's very like Sounds um, mellow. <laughs>
0: very,
1: <laughs> very mellow. So yeah. And so there's sort of an electronica element to that there, but in terms of working with like a, a beat producer uh, in any recent memory, no, I haven't I'd love to do that. that'd be awesome, man that'd be awesome
0: um, yeah, keep bringing it into the modern age, you know
1: well well, yeah, but you know i i think i think like i I feel like i i wanna be very, very mindful and very aware of what is what's happening and what i'm doing and what am i representing yeah i think one of the most i think there's an element to playing banjo music where you have to really um consider consider where the instrument came from how how did it how did it get to be in my hands how did it get to be that i this like how did it get to be that i know anything right and it's, yeah. a very, it's a very.
0: And yeah, at this point of our conversation, my laptop crashed, so I had to call him back. Nah, it wasn't you. It was uh, it was on my end. Uh, oh well. So. it's
1: Best you got me shutting up about
0: shutting up about stuff.
1: <laughs> I go off turn
0: uh, Well, not necessarily. Anything. You're you're not necessarily here to shut up yeah uh, <laughs> we actually are trying to get your opinion on things here it's kind of the kind of the idea but um, yeah basically before we uh crashed and burned there um i think you were just nerding out a little about banjo which <laughs> i don't mean that in a derogatory sense i was actually um learning a little bit from uh from andrew he was kind of schooling me a little on the oh history, yeah on the history of it all and i really had no idea because like I don't know I'm a guitar player um, and as far as history of that goes I mean you know that that's pretty cut and dry but like banjo seems like it's mm. got a whole different thing and like he was telling me you know to be a true bluegrass band you need to record into like say one mic at a time with everyone together and like I, I don't know there was just a lot more to it I guess uh, yeah I, I originally th- thought because to me i i've played banjo before it's fun but you know i, <laughs> yeah, I play <laughs> it, i play it like a guitar i don't really think mm-hmm. of it much more than that you know
1: mm-hmm. totally so, yeah
0: absolutely it lends itself I, to that really well i feel like you were kind of uh enlightening me there going into something before mm. we uh um, cut off well, that's really
1: interesting, yeah, and and, and you know, uh, I think what AJ was alluding to in is sort of the you know, and as in any genre in bluegrass, there is a a, a, a quote unquote traditional or an authentic uh, camp in that world that says this is the way you do this, and it has and right. things must be this way, um, as in any genre, um, uh, and that's just one one road one path that the banjo kind of forged but you know uh instruments similar to the banjo are found in cultures all over the world but the one that most resembles what we know of as a banjo of course originated in um in africa in western africa and and through the sin of the of the transatlantic slave trade uh it really had an incubation period in the caribbean Um, where you see the shortened string, and then, of course, through the continued sin of the slave trade, um, it, it was, it was, it came to the United States purely through this, not like they were allowed to keep anything, do you know what I mean? The fact, like, the fact that, the fact that, um, that's here at all is, is amazing, and it was, uh, and so that's and that's how it that's and that's how it got here and then yes there's some there's something about the whole thing that it it you know it was, yeah, it's, it. anyways and that's 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 really that's you know that's the prologue yeah. man and so then every like everything else um you know black culture is is pop culture is culture yeah. you know what i mean it, it is our culture,
0: and which, uh, which is interesting, you know. Obviously, because you know, banjos are so commonly associated with you know just rural, poor white people, uh, you know.
1: And again, and again, that saga is its own is its own mini series as to what yeah. is. And, and and again, it's there are there are much more qualified and educated people to have to have me to have a uh, discussions with about that than myself. Um, but, um, it is important. I think with any tradition, whatever it happens to be, pass it on. You are a link in the chain. As my first banjo guru, Diane Sanabria said, you are a link in the chain. She is a link in the chain and she made me a link in the chain and I make others links in the chain and they go on and on and on and on and on. And And you share and you gotta, you gotta give got to tell everybody what you know. No, that's a good then, way to think about it. I think so, you know, that's like that's that's what the music that's what music is all about. Yeah,
0: you know, for I, sure. I, I I tried. I try at least. Everybody just ripping each other off all day long.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> again, again. So we're 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 saying the same thing using using different language, Brett. I love it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, where do you feel like you fall in line then? As, uh, are you leaning more towards like the purest side of things, or do you lean more towards like the experimental or whatever the other side of the coin oh, is? Oh yeah, like, Where I, do you uh, feel like you go?
1: Uh, when it comes to banjo.
0: Yeah, or just your um, music in general, like.
1: Yeah, well, and so yeah, in in a strip mall ballad's performance, I'll, you know, I I play my primary style is called clawhammer, uh, right. which is different than a bluegrass style. It's a different, uh, a a wholly
0: different approach to the instrument into tunes and to technique. I'd um, be scared to look that one up on urban dictionary. So. Claw <laughs> I have no
1: idea. I have no idea. Um, <laughs> but so, um, yeah and that's typically associated with the old time music old time. They call it pre bluegrass or whatever the, you know, um, not, not bluegrass, but it's still banjo and fiddle based dance music or whatever. Um, So at a small ballad show, I will probably like, I will take a tune um, and I will, I will play it. I will improvise over it. I will improvise within it. I will, Usually uh usually I, I don't play anything the same way twice. I don't think anyone does. Um but uh it's not a conscious uh thing that I that I attempt for. Um and so I but I I no longer play for contra dances or square dances. Or things like that, which is you play a very certain certain way. Yeah, you fit into the mixer, you know. And I love that music, and I love those players, and I love, and I'm so supportive of that scene. But I, I really love. I mean, the banjo is as funky as, as anything, I and mean, I just, I just can go. I can just. Yeah. Yeah. So I tend to go pretty experiment experimental, but not strictly an. I don't play old time tunes strictly, yeah. and then I write a lot of you know singer songwriter kind of things on the banjo mm-hmm. as well. Still using that call hammer technique, um, um, and it might you know in one sense look like it's in a certain style, but it's you know, yeah, just folk songs, man. It's folk songs on the like banjo. I guess it's not anything uh, revolutionary.
0: <laughs> no, it's cool. I like it. Um, uh, I'm definitely looking forward to uh, maybe hanging out. On the river this summer, uh, I'll definitely be hitting you up. Can maybe get a little, little Dude, riverside can jam from, I going. I see
1: it from my house. There's ice floes in the river today.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, man. But, please, you should come uh, out.
1: You know, um, there's a the joint out here. AJ's playing here in a little while. Oh yeah. Um, up at Smoketown. You know Smoketown.
2: Oh yeah,
0: it's one of my favorite yeah, little yeah, spots. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: The two places uh. I like there on Main Street are like there, and then I like that little church. That they turned into like a coffee house, the beans in the belfry. Yeah, that's a good little it, spot if you want to just chill by yourself and maybe like write some lyrics or something. You know, like it's a great place. Yeah,
1: you you got it, man. You got it. Everyone should come and enjoy enjoy downtown Brunswick. <laughs>
0: it sounds funny, but it's like it's uh, it's clutch, dude. Uh, yeah,
1: I think I was telling you, it's like uh it's like living in a, a 1984 Bruce Springsteen song. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it doesn't yeah. look like it's changed a lot over the years, that's for sure, but uh, maybe it has, I don't know.
1: I, I gu- Yeah, don't, don't don't get me
0: started. <laughs> well, save that for another day. I guess the, yeah, uh, man. the thing I was going to kind of wrap up on was just talking about the uh, the song in question here that I'll uh, put on the show, which is called Pull Over Johnny. And mm-hmm. uh, I was listening to it uh, a little bit today and just kind of figured maybe I'd see if you want to talk about it at all. See if you want to kind of get into the story behind it or whatever. I think I heard some mention of like bath salts or something to the lyrics there. So it's like,
2: <laughs> uh, maybe you don't want to yeah, talk about yeah, this exactly. song,
0: but maybe you do. So if you do, uh, um, go for it.
1: Well, I, uh, uh, yeah. Pull over Johnny. Uh, it's, I've gotten more, um, more people have mentioned that song to me than I don't know any of mine in recent memory. Like, yeah. uh, it's gotten a lot of, um, it's got a decent amount of radio play. It's gotten a good amount of radio play over in Europe. Um, I think I don't I don't keep my statistics on stream so and, it's, and it struck me I, I was surprised that that was the one I always think it's going to be another one you know what I mean it's yeah. going to catch in like it's never like that um so that's why I included it because I what do I know <laughs> um yeah and uh yeah it's I would say it's you know I, i'm 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 reticent always to kind of say like this is what i wrote this about either because i don't feel like it's necessarily fair to influence anyone's interpretation and sometimes i don't even know really where whatever comes from you know what i mean yeah. it's just it's, it's it's i just wrote that you know um That's fair. this one this one um um is mostly just is mostly just character driven and yeah. um um i'm thinking i'm i'm thinking right now like um i'm just going through the lyrics in my head it's a little it's a little hard it's a little it's it's a little it's 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 a hard it's a hard picture you know if it were a, like a fo- like a 4 minute little movie or something it's like I think yeah. I think it's I think it's beautiful, but I don't think it I I think it I think it 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 it, it, it hangs out in a truth that's uncomfortable. Um, and it. yeah, and that being said, um, bath salts on the sour will make you shout out loud. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I don't know if you've ever hung out with you know people. Rocking the salt, but you know, <laughs> can't say a, I have. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's uh, yeah, it is what it is, man. You know, yeah. and uh, I've always kind of felt that way, and that's a lot of think What Strip My has been about is like, you know, there's a lot of shit out there that, um, you know, still deserves a song. Oh, Do you know course. what I mean? At the very, at the very least, dude, and it's like. There's a lot of there's a lot of pretty stuff and stuff that's not always pretty. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh,
0: I gotcha. Huh. Yeah.
1: I've never said that before that way. That was um writing that down.
0: Well <laughs> yeah. it, it's uh permanently recorded for, for the internet. So you you're good whenever you need a reference.
2: yeah, it's all
0: right. um, yeah man probably wind this down a little bit it's been fun talking to you but like i said dude
1: dude, i really appreciate you um, taking the time man you know i appreciate you letting me just babble uh it's nice to uh it's nice to babble yeah no worries oh uh but yeah man i don't know i i hope that this will be able to get out to people before the 12th but (laughs) it will (laughs) um thank you so much dude i really appreciate you helping me get the word out about the
0: show um, no problem. That's perfect timing because that tic- uh, was tickets
1: are still available. <laughs> so yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure you can still get tickets. But we got a new tape, and uh, there's a new tape, and there's new shirts. So that'll be exciting.
0: All right, cool. Well, I'll plug all the uh, merch and all the little details in like the episode notes, so people can hopefully just click on the link if they're interested. So awesome! Uh... Awesome. Yeah, and let me know, and I'll I'll share this. Excuse me. I'll share this across
1: the board as well.
0: Sweet. Well, if I don't deliver you a T-shirt personally, uh, let me know if you're interested in one. Um, I oh, got one yeah. for the podcast. So. Oh. Um,
1: Hell yeah, dude! Let's trade. That'd be great.
0: I can uh, probably send one out your way, like maybe next week. I think I'm doing a, uh, an order. So. Um, All
1: right, man. Yeah. Keep in touch. Well, I'll, I'll send you one.
0: And then hopefully I'll have this up and running by either. Uh, this coming Friday, it'll be released or the preceding Monday, one of the two. So perfect, either way, it'll be out before the 12th.
1: Perfect, perfect, dude. Thank you so much.
0: All right, sweet. Oh, well, I look forward to uh, hanging out in person. Don't know how long it'll be, but... Absolutely,
1: man. Absolutely. Hold. Bring that Sheraton over, dude. We'll turn up the Epiphones, Crank them.
0: Oh, yeah. you got it? Got it right here. <laughs> oh. So.
1: think How much this thing weighs, like 10 pounds? How heavy is that?
0: They're heavy, but I'm a God, big dude. So cool, man. I'm a big dude, so like I feel, I need like a big guitar, or it looks kind of funny on me. If I play like a strat, it just looks kind of tiny. So I just like, <laughs> <you know>. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. It's all man. About, it's all about stage presentation, man. <laughs> I feel you, <laughs> so, dude. I feel you. Um, all right, buddy.
1: Well, enjoy the rest of your day, man. Thanks so much. Good luck and good luck with the podcast. Good luck with the band,
2: dude. You know.
0: So, yeah, thanks for listening, and thanks to Phillips for coming on the show. Uh, Once again, the song that you're hearing in the background is called Pull Over Johnny, and you can find that wherever you like to listen to music. And uh, see you next week.